welcome to another episode of concise kansaratwa a podcast that covers politics society and culture with a twisted skin of satire when mohandas gandhi returned to india from south africa in 1915 gopal krishna gokhale advised him to take a tour of india to understand the land and her people better gandhi had landed in south africa as a barrister in 1893 but had eventually become the leading voice against the cruel treatment meted out to indentured laborers from india a system of contractual slavery that was in place for decades i have talked about the history of the indenture system and its far reaching impact on india in a recent podcast with atharva forum gandhi while demanding an end to the indenture system in south africa devised what would become his key weapon in the fight against the british throughout satyagraha non violent protests urging the masses hundreds and even thousands of them towards civil disobedience the fight culminated in the indian relief act of 1914 which effectively ended the indenture system in south africa and with that gandhi decided to return to india gandhi however realized that india was no south africa yes it was far larger but also far more complex with its regions states religions languages castes occupations and traditions further it was far more strategic to the british to allow a half naked fakir like gandhi to trample over their imperial ambitions gokhale perhaps knew gandhi well enough to understand that if gandhi tried to simply replicate the success of satyagraha in south africa here in india he would fail miserably in south africa the indians were more united against the blatant racism of the white settlers and societal identities based on caste and religion mattered less for this reason gokhale suggested that gandhi take a step back on his political ambitions and a step forward on his travel throughout the subcontinent the champaran satyagraha in 1917 in fact was straight out of his south africa playbook it was a satyagraha for the contract farmers in indigo plantations in bihar and after that gandhi never looked back even if he should have gokhale had passed away in 1915 and if he were still around perhaps gandhi would have taken a different path in any case there is no point in brooding over the what if scenarios of history if you have learned anything it is that history is a complex interleaving of people and their tales and the history of a complex civilization like ours can hardly be limited by textbooks written by historians whose vision is so narrow that their two eyes would disprove young's double slit experiment today another gandhi who is in no way related to the gandhi of satyagraha is traveling across the country and just like that gandhi came from south africa this gandhi i believe arrived from some undisclosed location in europe or southeast asia the similarity even if just superficial ends there while mohandas gandhi traveled across the country to understand her diversity Rahul Gandhi is traveling across the country to undermine her diversity while Mohandas Gandhi traveled in third class compartments in train something that even other leaders of the time never did Rahul Gandhi is traveling in a well equipped caravan because nowadays the roads are as good as railway tracks while Mohandas Gandhi opted for a simple attire getting inspired by what the indentured laborers wore Rahul Gandhi is choosing an untone and unbuttoned burberry While Mohandas Gandhi was armed with his experience of fighting against the British 
Rahul Gandhi has hardly any relevant experience unless we consider the new field of farinaceous metrology in which flower size is measured in liters and floor size perhaps in volts. In fact, I am rather at a loss to recall which other personality is thrust into such a limelight despite having no experience. Prince Charles perhaps, who represents the degradation of an empire in which the sun once never set to an empire in which the pen fails to scribble just a few words. If that were not enough, the sojourn by Rahul Gandhi is given a grand name too, Bharat Jodo Yatra. An irony of this size can only be conjured up by the senile stalwarts in the Congress party. Bharat Jodo Yatra, in case you do not know the language, loosely means pilgrimage to unite India. The irony hits you hard, really hard, when you realize that the name has three words, Bharat, Jodo, Yatra, each one of which is an irony in itself and associated with the Congress party. Bharat, because it is coming from the idea of India party which once said, India is Indira and Indira is India. Jodo, because it is coming from a party which has a history of divisiveness that has been taken to unprecedented levels in the past few years. And Yatra, from a party which has hardly respected the Hindu religion, be it Ram Mandir or Ram Setu. In fact, Bharat Jodo Yatra is an even bigger irony than the name of the party whose three words, Indian, National and Congress, are again ironies in themselves that we do not need to even spell out. Let's take the case of the three words one by one. Bharat. If we were to believe many commentators on all sides of the political spectrum, there are two countries within this land. One is India and the other is Bharat. We see that in statements such as, India is in the cities, Bharat is in the villages. And India is in the malls, Bharat is in the farms. I find such statements cliched and superficial, for they make us fall into the trap of creating binaries where a spectrum exists, just like there is the other trap of creating a spectrum where binaries exist. In any case, cliches are sometimes useful because if the Congress believes that Bharat is the traditional, the rooted, the rural part of our nation, then perhaps Congress should explain why Amethi and Raibareli, to take two non-random examples, were never in the line of any development. If Bharat is about farmers, then perhaps Congress should explain why it was frantically supporting and fomenting the mayhem against the farm laws. While the government can be rightly, if not outrightly, blamed for taking a rather defensive stance against the protesters, the support given by the Congress and its ever-changing allies towards creating deeper and broader fissures in Bharat cannot be discounted. The point is that Bharat, for a party like Congress, is just a deliberate distraction. Indian National Congress has nothing Bharatiya about it, and neither does the idea of India ecosystem. Today, even as Bharat is waking up to roads, houses, health insurance, hospitals, bank accounts, and even UPI, Congress finds itself more and more distant from the evolving realities of Bharat. The question then is, if Congress is moving away from India and Bharat, in their traditional cliched sense, is it even moving towards something? Is it moving towards Hindustan, for example? Where does Hindustan fit in the binary India-Bharat narrative and what does it convey? Do not answer that without thinking it through.
the next word is jodo which means unite join one can laugh at the irony of this if not for the sinister way in which rahul gandhi and his party have gone about deepening and widening existing fissures and creating new ones in my earlier podcast the sinister dynast i had talked about how he has been vilifying gujaratis perhaps because the state has rejected congress forever and how he has been targeting bjp and rss vociferously while remaining silent on the issues of islamic terrorism or left wing extremism since then the sinister dynast has moved on to even more controversial fissures such as india being a union of states a terrible trope that is lifted straight out of the dravidian cookbook of secessionary politics and which only fuels the bottle brain bravado of the dravidian cohorts imagine the most visible leader of the oldest political party of india the party which by its own account today was at the forefront of gaining freedom from the british the party which gave india her constitution which specifically calls for protecting the sovereignty of the nation and not the sovereignty of the constituent states the party which is indian in its name for nehru's sake imagine the most visible leader of this party ranting and raving no pun intended that india is not a nation but a union of states using half baked historical statements about nation states we can gauge the seriousness of jodo in the name when rahul gandhi starts in kanyakumari meeting george ponnaiya a christian pastor who claimed during the conversation that jesus is the real god unlike shakti and other hindu gods this george of the conversion jungle by the way was arrested in july for his hate speech against hindus and not just against hindus but against bharat in the speech the pastor said that they by which he presumably meant all christians wear shoes because the impurities of bharat mata should not contaminate them now connect this disgraceful affront on bharat mata with bharat jodo rahul gandhi is shrewd enough to know that neither the national mainstream media nor the local media in tamil nadu is going to make this connection and that is why neither he nor anyone from the idea of india probrium or least bothered about blatantly trampling upon anything hindu we now come to yatra a word that means religious pilgrimage a word many of us would have heard in the context of chardham yatra teerth yatra or rath yatra a gallivanting sojourn that started with a rabid hindu hater like the pastor should hardly be associated with yatra but then the decision to include such characters along the way seemed to be deliberate a yatra is about the search for spiritual solace a yatra is about finding inner peace a yatra is about being one with the divine a yatra more often than not requires discipline and conviction apparently the people who suggested the name yatra to this moving circus did not consider any such context a few days ago the official handle of the congress party tweeted a picture of the brown khaki shorts worn by rss volunteers burning with the text to free the country from shackles of hate and undo the damage done by rss bjp step by step we'll reach our goal some spiritual solace they are searching in this yatra some pursuit of being one with the divine or finding inner peace the goal for them is manzil not teerth if you have some time contemplate on that you could get back at me and say that i am just making a mountain out of a molehill with no pun intended on mole 
Yatra, you may say, is just a journey, like the website with the same name which allows you to book tickets and hotels. Why bring religion into a simple and common word, you may ask, and then outrage like a bhakt? In a world where you are persecuted from all sides, it is almost a crime, an evolutionary crime, to not be paranoid. Yatra could be just a journey, just like bhakt is just a follower, bhajan is just a song, sadhu is just a godman, Ishwar is just a god, and Jagadguru is just some lord or other. When Jairam Ramesh, who looks nowadays like Vikram Seth dressed as Shashi Tharoor, refers to someone as Jagadguru of Jhut, I am assuming that he does not bring religion into a simple and common word. Why would he? For he does not even realize that such words have context, had context rather, which transcended the mundane and modern definitions we give now. Yet, had he used Maulana of mendacity, he would have been made mum in moments even if it sounds more musical. From the Satyagraha of freeing the country from British rule, the Congress has today reached the sham of freeing the country from BJP RSS and in the process enlisting support from those inside and outside who stand against the nation, whether you call it India, Bharat or Hindustan. We keep laughing at the slip-ups and goof-ups as the sinister troop keeps marching across like some surreal nightmare. With that, we come to a close of this episode. I hope that you liked it and I would really love to hear your feedback on the podcast, Concise Kansaratva. You can reach out to me through my Twitter handle, Kansaratva, and also my Telegram channel, Kansaratva, and also by commenting on my blogs on WordPress, Kansaratva. May Ma Bhagavati bless you all.